Welcome to Passive Income Group 360, the podcast for new and upcoming entrepreneurs who are ready to stop living from paycheck to paycheck and finally achieve real financial freedom. This is your host, Lisa Michelle. I've been a solo attorney for 20 years, but in 2019, I began my search for the best sources of passive income. Now, each and every Friday, I share with you everything I've learned along the way. No fake gurus, no flashy Lambos, just real information that you can use today. So what are we waiting for? Let's get started. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Passive Income Group 360, the podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Michelle. If you're new here, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. I appreciate you being here. Now, in today's episode, I want to kind of take a step back because I've talked about blogs before. I've talked about uh, how to get more traffic to your blog, why you should have a blog, things that you can include in your blog, but I've never actually done an episode where I explain how to actually start a money-making blog. So that's what I want to do in this episode. Let's talk about how to start a blogging business. So it's different from, you know, starting a, a blog where you just kind of want to share, you know, your activities, share your vacation um, videos, or, you know, share your opinion on different things. This is a blog where you can actually monetize it and turn it into a real business. All right, so let's go ahead and just jump right in. The first thing, of course, is you'll need a platform for your blog, either on you know Wix or WordPress or Squarespace. I started out with Wix, and I really thought that would be sufficient. I'd heard a lot of talk about the free WordPress.org um, blogs, but I said, no, I don't, I don't need that because I don't really know a lot about coding. I kind of want to be able to call customer service if I run into trouble. So I started out with Wix and realized very quickly that it was limited and I couldn't really put in the features and templates and little bells and whistles that I really wanted in there. So I wound up having to move everything to WordPress. So not to say you shouldn't use Wix. What I'm saying is before you actually choose a platform and start uploading blog posts on there and really you know, populating your website, make sure that you're with the right provider so you don't have to switch over like I did because it was a huge headache. And I could have paid someone else to do it, but it was a lot of money to do that. So I just took a weekend and did it myself, but I would rather have just started off with WordPress from the beginning. So do a lot of investigating before you choose a platform, ask a lot of questions before you move forward. So choose a platform. You'll need a niche or a topic. What are you going to write about? Are you going to write about bowling? You're going to write about gardening? Uh, you're going to write about uh, vegan lifestyles? Whatever it is you're going to write about, make sure that you have a lot of ideas that you can put on paper right away. What I mean by that is if you have a topic, let's say you want to write about uh, bowling. Can you actually sit down and write maybe 20 or 30 topics that you would write about right away? Not that you'd write 30 articles in one day, but can you think of 30 topics within your niche that you could cover? If you can easily think of 30, maybe you're on the right track because maybe that's something that you're interested in, something that you're passionate about, and that's maybe great a great topic for you. But if you are struggling to come up with 10 topics or things to write about, you may run into trouble later on 
because when you have this blog, you're going to want to put hundreds of articles on your blog, ideally. So if you can't think of maybe 10, like really think of 10, uh, I don't know, maybe, <laughs> maybe think of another niche or just try harder to come up with some topics before you actually start the blog, just to make sure it's the right, the right topic for you. And, uh, and that's not to say you can't have a blog with just 10 articles on it. You absolutely can. But if you want to get the most out of it, you want to be able to put a lot of articles in there to really build authority for your site so that Google will see your website as an authority in that area and start to show your articles on the Google search results, which is what you want to get free organic traffic. All right. Now you're going to need branding. You don't have to have anything fancy. You know, you don't have to hire someone to come in and, you know, give you, you know, colors to use and fancy fonts and all that. You don't have to do that to begin with, but you will need a name for your blog. Um, you want to come up with a voice. Do you want to sound casual in your articles? You want to be more authoritative so that if you're writing about infectious diseases on your blog, you may not want to have a light uh, comedic tone to your articles. You know, just think about what you want to write about and what you want your voice to be. You Ideally, it'll be close to your real voice, the way you speak. So think about the topic, think about how you want to approach it, because all that will impact the colors you use and the fonts you use later on. So again, if you're writing about diseases and things like that, you may not want to have you know, the type of font that would give people the impression that is, you know, kind of a joke, right? So all that comes into play when you think about your branding. You want to be appropriate for whatever it is you're talking about. If you're writing about fashion or style, uh, anything lighthearted, then of course you have more options when it comes to, you know, your colors and you can have bright, bold, happy colors and fun, playful fonts. So think about all of that when you're thinking about your branding. The next thing you'll want to do, of course, is start thinking about content. And people write about things that people want to hear about or read about. It's nice to be able to write about things we like. And it's maybe more interesting to write about things that we like. But if there aren't people out there who are searching for that thing, your blog won't get found. So if you're writing about bowling, make sure that there are other people who want to read about bowling, about how to pick out the right bowling shoes, how to pick out the right bowling ball, what's the right weight, what are the best bowling alleys in New York, uh, what are the best um, duck pin bowling alleys for children on the West Coast. You want to do some research to find out whether or not those are topics that people are actually searching online. Because if they are, then you want to become an authority on those topics to make sure that you get found. But the first key is to make sure people are interested in your topic. All right. And if you want to monetize your blog, you'll have to decide how you want to make money. Once you write your articles, how do you want to bring money in? Now that you've got these articles posted. Do you want to place ads on your website? You have to get a certain amount of traffic to make a significant amount of money with ads, but it's definitely an option. Do you want to become an affiliate for different products or services where you can, you know, place different reviews on your site or, you know, different um, graphics or banners on your site where if someone clicks on it, they'll be taken to your affiliate link. 
and then you'll be paid a commission every time they make a purchase? Do you want to have sponsored posts where different companies will pay you to write a post on your site? Or you can actually market your own products or services. So do you want to create products, digital products that you're selling on your site? All those are ways that you can monetize your blog. So you want to think about those things as well. Now you have your site, you've got, you know, your name, your, your colors, your branding, you've got some articles up there, you decided to become an affiliate, you're sharing your affiliate links. Okay, now what? No one's reading it yet, right? Because you haven't put it out there for the world to see, right? The people that want to read your blog, but you have to make sure they know that you're there. So how do you do that? Well, the first thing is you'll want to create some type of lead magnet. Does not have to be free, but it is usually a freebie. Um, something to get people to join an email list. You don't have to have an email list, but I would strongly suggest you start one from the beginning. And um, you want to make sure that whatever you're offering is related to the people you want to bring in to read your blog. It's really that simple. If you're selling a product on your website, on that, let's say you have a blog article and you're talking about uh, how to choose bowling shoes and you're an affiliate for a company that makes bowling shoes. So you want people to come to your blog, read the article about the bowling shoes, see the graphic on there from this company that you're an affiliate with, click on that graphic and you'll get paid. But how do you get people to read that particular article about bowling shoes and then make them actually click on that link. Well, what if you offered a digital product that talked about, I don't know anything about bowling. <laughs> so I picked an example that I really, I, I, don't, I don't know anything about bowling. So if you do, please excuse my example because it's probably not really on target, but you want to make sure that you offer a freebie or lead magnet for people who will be interested in bowling shoes. So let's say you offered a guide, a free guide on how to choose the right size bowling shoe. The only people that are going to download that or read that are people who are interested in bowling and people who are interested in bowling shoes. So if they take the freebie and they read your article, chances are that person may actually click on that affiliate link and maybe buy shoes. So you don't want to offer a freebie like a you know, free Amazon gift card because everyone wants the Amazon gift card not necessarily people who are going to make a purchase on your site, right? You don't want to offer a checklist of the best vacation spots in Europe because that's totally unrelated to what's on your site. So when you're thinking about freebies and lead magnets, make sure that it's something that will bring the right readers to your blog so that they don't just, because some people just want freebies. They just, they'll take the freebie, never come back to your site again. They may unsubscribe after they get the freebie. And you're helping people, which is great. But if your object is to monetize your blog, it doesn't help you reach that goal. All right. So just think about what you're offering and realize that if it's not related to your blog, then what you're doing is you're offering a service, you're educating people, you're helping people. And that's great because you want to do that. You don't want to just sell, sell, sell. You want to provide value. You want to help people out. But in the same token, don't expect to be able to monetize it if that's all you're doing. Okay. So I hope that makes sense. Now I have some ways to help you, you know, get the word out about your blog. And I'll share that with you right after this. 
Hi, this is Lisa Michelle. I am beyond excited to announce that my one-on-one coaching program is reopening on July 8th. If you could use a little help starting, launching, or scaling your online business, coaching may be the one thing missing from your business strategy. Click on the link in the show notes to learn more about how I can help and to schedule your free 30-minute strategy call with yours truly. Space for summer enrollment is very limited, so please act fast. I can't wait to see what we can do for your business. Now on to the show. Okay, we're back. So now you want to share your blog. And I think the first thing people assume is that social media would be the best way to do that. And social media is great and it has its place and it could maybe work to help build brand awareness and it may help you build your list. But what happens if you build your entire business on a social media platform and that platform goes away? You wake up one morning, you've got 50,000 followers and then your account is blocked or deactivated. What happens to all those people that will follow you on social media? You don't have their email addresses, you don't have their phone numbers, you can't reach out to them, you're starting from scratch. So if you're doing social media, do that as an aside, as an also. You know what I mean? I would focus on email lists. <laughs> I would definitely focus on email lists. So you can always reach out to those people. If they're on social media also, that's great. But if, but definitely if you're going to do social media, have a backup, please have a backup. You can also share your new blog with family and friends who may be interested in your blog. Again, you don't just want people who are not interested looking at it because they'll come to your blog, click right off. And then that kind of hurts you in the long run because Google does look at the quality of traffic your website gets. So if you get a lot of people coming on the site, clicking right off, you know, not going through all the pages and not spending time on your site, it'll make Google think people aren't interested in your content. So share it. But, you know, if, if your family and friends aren't interested in bowling or interested in that topic at all, then don't, don't, don't force them to go to the site if they're not going to actually click through and help you out. Um, maybe start a podcast or a YouTube channel in your area. You could teach people how to bowl, teach techniques. Um, some of the things that you're talking about in the blog, you can share on, on your podcast or YouTube channel. And maybe gain followers that way. People who like your content may want to read more about it. Um, But content marketing is a great way to help build your blog. Get someone to design some Pinterest pins for you and create a Pinterest business account for your blog, just for your blog, and start pinning there. So if you have a bowling business or bowling blog, then just have a Pinterest account just for that and name it something where people can look at the title and know what you're talking about. Bowling lovers uh, blog, something where people like, oh, I like bowling. And they'll go to your board, look at your pins and want to read more about your topics, right? But if you're not good at designing Pinterest pins, pay someone to do it because Pinterest is all about images. And if you have a poor pin or poor graphics on your pin or a poor title, people will bypass it. That's a waste of time. So I learned the hard way. Trust me. (laughs) You can go on Fiverr, pay someone literally $5 to give you like 20 pins. So If you're not good at designing, have someone help you do that. All right. And if you want to actually start a blog, you want to learn how to start a blog step-by-step with ease and guidance, I have a challenge on the Passive Income Group 360 website. It's free right now. 
as I'm recording this and I'll leave a link in the show notes, but it'll walk you through the process because I went through this pretty quickly. So if you want to be able to look at it, follow it as a guide, you'll get a step every day. It's a 14 day challenge. Um, you can have a blog that's ready to go at the end of the challenge. So if you're interested in starting, I encourage you to go ahead and click the link in the show notes and get started. And as usual, if you have any questions, go to the website, uh, passive income group, 360.com forward slash podcast. You can find my contact information there, reach out. And if you have any other questions, let me know there. If you want me to go more in depth about any of these steps that I mentioned today, let me know on the site as well. That whole page is dedicated to you. All right. So that's going to do it for me. I hope this was helpful. I hope it was interesting. And yeah, until next time, take care and peace. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please subscribe and look in the description for a link to join fellow listeners online. Until next time, peace.